Welcome to the 60 Plus Podcast. I'm Janet. And I'm Joe. How are you today, Janet? Oh, I'm fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> All Just right. doing superbly. Okay. Um, How are you? No sarcasm there. Maybe. How are you? Just having one of those days, aren't you? Oh, gosh. I don't know. You know, I'm, I can talk myself out of it. <laughs> it's really nice out. It's sunny. I had a beautiful walk this morning. So life is good. Very, very good. Very mm-hmm. good. Uh, what are we talking about today, Janet? Actually, it's one of our Real Talk episodes, Joe. And we have Jean with us. Hi, Jean. Hi, Joe. Hi, Janet. Hi. Welcome. Well, we have Real Talk episodes with people that are 60 plus, And we have some 10 questions. We do. So the first question we ask is, are you over 60, Gene? Yes, I am. you got to get a little closer to the <laughs> microphone there. That's not count as one of the 10, though. That's not one of the 10, no. We, you just need to disclose. <laughs> yes. It's your bona fides for, for being sure on 60 on the, plus. the right track. Yes. Are you going to ask the first question, Jen? Sure, I'll ask the first question. So when you turned 60, did you celebrate it in a, like a special way? If so, how? Oh, you know, 60 was not... A big birthday for me. Okay. So, not really. We, um, you know, my family, whenever we had my siblings, whenever one of us had like a big birthday, we would get together and my birthday's in August, so we had a lobster bake. We Ooh. did that. I know, it was fun. Um, but for me, I think 65 was a bigger birthday for yeah. me, much yeah. bigger. Um, I just, I don't feel Is like the Medicare I'm thing. In the 60- <laughs> Medicare and it was the, um, I was going into retirement. So that, you know, had a bigger impact on me. So I did celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter and I went skydiving Ooh. on my birthday. So you're like George Bush. So cool. Are you going to do it every year on your birthday? Um, no. But <laughs> Once was enough. No, I would do it again, actually. Yeah. I would. I would. And, and this time, hopefully I won't be so terror- terrorized. It's a very bold move, I'd say, right? Yes. I've kind of always wanted to do it, but never, never really found the nerve. No, exactly. It's like, I like the thought of it and I just wait a little while and then the thought passes. (laughs) I I always wanted to do it when I was younger, but no one would do it with me. And then my daughter mentioned it. And so I gave it to her for her 21st birthday. Ah. And then we didn't go, things happened. And then I said, all right, on my 65th, let's go and do it. Um, I will say, I... The reason I was able to do it was because I learned about tandem jumping. So <laughs> I didn't have to jump out of a plane. They pushed me. Oh, and and you, you got someone strapped to you, right? And I have someone strapped to me. So yeah. they did all the work. I didn't, like, I, I was afraid. Jumping alone, I would be afraid. I'd freeze yeah. and not pull oh, the cord, yeah. right? So, Definitely. So, yeah. I remember when I bungee jumped for the first time. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I, it wasn't in the plan, you know. I, I think, went on. I with, think bungee jumping's stupid, by the way. But I, I agree, <laughs> but that was the only way to get down. <laughs> I kind of had to do it, and I'm like standing there, and I'm like, "How do I do this?" He's like, "Just step off," and I'm like, "Just step off." And it, you had to just step into the air and hope that it Whoa. went well. Where did you do it? So I was actually up in the redwood trees in California. Northern there California. was like this obstacle course mm-hmm. 
that was set up like it's probably got hundreds of feet up in the air and that was scary enough i had to go through all these like i'm just like oh my god it's just a railroad track you're just you know of course you're in the air on these yeah. trees and there were all these obstacles and i got through them as fast as i could and at the end i'm like this is the way i go out of this he's like or you could go back through the obstacle course and i'm like well that's not gonna happen <laughs> so Anyway, that's my story. Oh, something mm-hmm. something I didn't know about you, yeah. Janet. Well, there you go. I, yeah, yeah. So, lots to reveal. And, and you're not going to do it again, as I, I take it. No, not purposefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think bungee jumping is something you do like all of a sudden. What, wait a minute, I'm bungee jumping. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> what exactly we were doing. What that was like. <laughs> I always wondered. Does it hurt when you? <laughs> That's a good question. You know, at the bottom? It's a little jarring, you know, but it was all like, you have this sort of like cradle thing around you, right? So okay. it was a cradle jar. Okay. All right. All right. So how do you feel about being 60, well, over 60, Jane? Um, I, it doesn't bother me, I guess. I mean, I'm a little bit as I'm getting closer now to 70, that bothers me. But being 60, yeah, I... I just feel the same as I always did. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like it's made a dramatic change in me and my life. Um, well, and maybe it's more the question about turning 65, right? And yes. you retired, and that's a huge change. How did that go? It's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking about it myself, actually. It's great. I have always been surprised when people are afraid of retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, and I said this to a friend of mine this summer, I'm so busy, I don't have time to get things done. Mm-hmm. And he literally said, people who tell me that are full of it. I don't believe it for one minute. And I'm like, I am, I'm very active. You know, I skied all winter. I golfed all summer. I mm-hmm. played pickleball, as Yay. you guys know. <laughs> um, I do a lot. Whenever and, someone says pickleball, Janet has to go, Yay! Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's in her job response. description. <laughs> yes. So Don't ring a bell around me either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I've 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 loved it. I've loved yeah, it. That's yeah. great. That's so great and inspiring. I love to hear it. So what do you like most or what do you like least about being sixty plus? Well, most is I'm retired. Um free to do what I want. Um, I'm fortunate in that I planned. I like prioritized my retirement and my savings. Mm-hmm. So I'm traveling. I'm planning anytime someone says, anyone want to go on a trip? My hand's in the air. Me, me, right. me. Yeah. Um, and I'm just having fun. Yeah. And I'm working out, so I'm keeping myself in shape. I have a lot of friends in a similar position, so I have a lot of people to be active with. Right. I'm not alone, you know, waiting for people to get out of work. So right. I, I think that's the best. The least, I guess, really, again, the only thing in the back of my mind is I'm getting closer to 70. So why is that something that you're not liking so much? I have a lot is it of... just the number? Is it mm-hmm. the seven in front of the... <laughs> <laughs> well, a little bit, but it's I've watched a lot of people that I know who are very vibrant and active and doing well. But it seems like when they start hitting 70 and early 70s, you see them deteriorating. And mm. I'm working very hard 
to make sure that's not me. Are those people doing what you're doing now and staying active and working out and keeping your body in good shape? Or is it despite that? Actually, that's a good point. It's more, a lot of them are very active, but maybe not as physically active. I do have a lot of friends that I ski with who are in their 70s and still ski. I have one friend who's 76 and his goal every year is to ski at least his age. And last year, I think he skied 89 days. Oh, wow. Oh, that's great. So, you know, he's still out being active. So a lot of my friends who are skiing and, and really into that level, they're not. So thank you, Joe. I think I just feel better. <laughs> well, that's what we're here for. I know. That's, that's what we're here for, I to know. make everyone feel better about approaching 70, right? Because anyone 60 plus is approaching 70, hopefully. Right. And when we get there, Joe, do, do we have to change the name of the podcast? No, it's still 60 plus. <laughs> Good. We can go on forever. I've got, we've got a few years to go, Janet. Let's... 40. 40. All right, Jean. I plan on living to 100. I don't know about you. Do you? Mm, maybe. We'll see. That's we'll see the plan. That's the plan. Yeah. You know what Mike Tyson says, though? What? Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah. Well, I've had a few of those. Let's that is true. That is true. I used to, there was a job I had that I really didn't like very much. And I said, I get punched in the face every day at 8.15 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah. Aren't you so glad you're not doing that anymore? That job, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all I'm getting all these messages that are telling me, retire, retire, Janet, mm-hmm. retire early, do it. So I think maybe I'm getting real close. Are you hearing voices in your head? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're nice. Voices. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, good. Good. Um, we'll have some milk and cookies for you later, Janet. Thank you. You're the best. Uh, all right. So complete the sentence, Jean. You know you're 60 plus when? Uh, I think you know you're 60 plus when most of your mail is about Medicare <laughs> and retirement planning sessions. The ARP. Although you start getting that at like yeah. 54. I know. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> It keeps the post office in business. The good thing is all the invitations to a free lunch. So <laughs> at, take advantage at the assisted of living facility. Oh, I have. <laughs> Why not? Right? Right. Hey, who doesn't free. like a free lunch? <laughs> There's no such thing as a free lunch. I've heard oh, yeah. that, I've, I've I heard that, that somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that somewhere. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. All right. So when all your mail is coming from um, Medicare gap plans and yes. uh, assisted living facilities with free lunch, I want like the free dinners and breakfasts. Lunch, I can well, skip have to lunch. Go to an investment planning seminar. <laughs> yes. Yes. I've had dinners. Yeah. I haven't yeah. had a breakfast. Living on my own. My breakfast is very light. I, mean, I, don't, I don't do right. a big breakfast. I haven't even eaten mine yet. It's 4.15 <laughs> afternoon. Nobody knows what time it is when, when we record this. Uh, you always lie about I it. I do. I do. I think the next question is yours, oh, Janet. It's mine. Yes. Now that you're in your 60s, this is the same question. Do you do anything differently? Who wrote these questions? Who wrote these questions? <laughs> Not because I'm in my 60s. Again, it's really just the fact that I'm retired. Yeah. So that's different. That's different. I still get you just up. pretend to commute and. Uh... <laughs> no, I know. That's wonderful. But I eased into it because of COVID. So I worked from home for the last two years. Right. So that was my easing in. I didn't have to drive. It was, 
a shock to go from filling my gas tank two or three times a week to maybe once, once every, yeah, every yeah. two or three weeks. There was a meme on Facebook during that. And it's, it was, is anybody else getting two weeks to the gallon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I, I mean, I'm having more fun. I'm not yeah. doing a lot different. How long have you been retired, Jean? Uh, it was one year on September 30th. Okay. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. Um, did you celebrate the one year? I, I went on a 12-day cruise in October. Um, but for me, when I retired, I said, for the first six months, I'm just on vacation. You know, I had a long list of things. I said, I'll do that when I'm retired. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm just going to be on vacation, have fun, do nothing. Well, I extended that to a year. So, <laughs> And let's go for another one. I know, I know. <laughs> well, as the, as the year, the end of the year approached, I found myself thinking, I'm not doing any of the things. I'm not as organized. I'm not reading my emails every day. So I need to start to put some structure. And I have started because I, I, I went on vacation, so I got away from it. Yeah, I think but, structure's overrated. Do you? Yes. So, says decompress. the woman who went to the top of the redwood trees and didn't know she was bungee jumping down. I want to deconstruct. Mm. Here you go. Did it take you a while to wind down? No. I don't know that I have wound down. Well, I mean, from the routine of working and getting up, getting ready for work, commuting, and, well, you weren't commuting, but... Yeah, I wasn't commuting. Um, the structure is different. Really. Is different. Not really, because... I still, um, I, again, I still get up every morning at 5.30, but now I can't. Why? Can't. <laughs> <laughs> to watch the sunrise, of course. Yes, I do do that sometimes. But what time do you go to bed? I wake up around 10, 10.30. Oh, wow, good for you. Okay. It's, it's seven to eight hours, right? So, yeah, that's good. You're good. Um, I just, I wake up. I try not to, but I wake up. So now I have a couple hours in the morning with my coffee and read, read the paper, read a book, like just mm-hmm. relax. I love that. So, yeah, no, I didn't have any trouble getting into retirement mode. Okay. All right. Uh, The next question, maybe we've answered this question. What changes have you noticed since you turned 60? Even going back to when you were working, so it's not Mm -hmm. just retirement, but when you turned 60, were were there any changes that you noticed, either physically or otherwise? No. Okay. I don't think so. That's a good answer. I like that answer. um, Yeah. (laughs) I don't feel like I'm 60. I still feel like I'm maybe 50. (laughs) I still feel like I'm 14 sometimes. I feel like I'm too. We all feel that, Janet. Uh, (laughs) All right. So I think the next question is yours. Yes, it is. What do you think is the funniest thing about being 60 plus? (laughs) I don't think anything is funny. (laughs) (laughs) We think it's funny. I I think it is. I think... um, I mean, it's fun. Yeah. Funny about it. Maybe people expect you to be old. And, yeah. and I like the fact that I'm not. Right. You know, and most people I know aren't. They don't act like old people. Right. And so you surprise people at your age when they find out. We've talked about this before, but when I was much younger, when I was a kid and my grandparents were 60 plus, they acted a lot older than I think, than I hope that we do. Yes, absolutely. Is that a generational thing, or were they just, like, in worse health? Yeah, it was totally different then, you know? It's like, we definitely have had this conversation before. The lifespan was shorter, number one, right? Mm -hmm. And culturally, I think there was 
If you think about a 20-year-old in the 19-whatever, 50s and th versus a 20-year-old, I mean, they, they were people were, like, mature back then, you know? And like, we're still not mature. So I think that that's part of it. I thought of that in, in that, you know, in, like you said, in the 20s, they were already, the goal was to get married and, and work your butt off to have a house and to be able to afford to have kids. Yep. And now, you know, I used to ask myself, is it, is it that the world has changed or am I in a different socioeconomic place than my parents? Because, mm -hmm. you know, we can afford things. Today, I say most kids, when they're getting married, they both own their own homes. They're older. They, they have possessions. They have toys. They have fun. Well, there were more toys Before. and things to have. Yes. Yes. Right. right. I remember when I was growing up, getting a second telephone line in our house was like a big deal. We never that. did. Yeah. <laughs> or, a second, or a second car. Having yes. a second car in the family was yes. huge. And now, if a married couple only has one, it seems a little unusual. Yes. There are yeah. more things to have. I mean, look at all the equipment that's sitting in front of us right now, right? Right, right. right. There was no such thing as any of this stuff. I remember right. the first thing that I bought myself from, like, my babysitting money or cutting the lawn or whatever mm -hmm. was a little black and white TV. And I thought that was the coolest thing because I could have it in my bedroom and watch whatever I wanted. And that was like my toy. With the antenna? Yeah, I think it had like the rabbit ear antennas mm -hmm. and all. With tin foil wrapped around Wait it. Wait a minute. Am I dating myself? Oh, well, we already are. know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that ship has sailed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it I had all a, been revealed. I think I had a hand-me-down black and white, like 12-inch screen in mm -hmm. my room. Yeah, and it was on my bookshelves, so the yes. antenna didn't work. So like you mine. couldn't raise the I know, antenna, right? Like who thought that? You know, <laughs> and like trying to adjust the antenna. Right, to, you could to, only go in a ninety degrees. You know, you couldn't get further than that because it was on a bookshelf. It was on a bookshelf. <laughs> well, I actually like connected wires to it, and like, oh, you put got the, fancy. Well, it was kind of nerdy. Yeah, well, not like now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's completely changed. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here on the 60 Plus podcast, we like to bust myths about being 60 Plus. Are there any myths you would like us to bust? I actually was thinking about this one because I know you asked that question. And the Thanks only for listening to previous podcasts. Yes, I am. <laughs> you get bonus points. <laughs> and I, I, the only thing I could think of, and I don't, I don't even know if this is a myth, is that it's so much harder to lose weight as you get older. I was thinking about it as far as like staying in shape. When I was in my 40s, I was at my boyfriend's parents' house, and they were older. I think they were pushing 80, and they were large and overweight and shuffling around the house. His mother had a walker, and his dad went from sleeping on the chair to sleeping on the patio. And I said, I am not going into my old age overweight because I, I think it's like seems like it's so hard to lose weight as right, you get older. Yeah, because your metabolism slows down. And, and I know that some of it is, yeah, your metabolism, but is it just that you have to work harder? Like, mm -hmm. it's not impossible. I don't know, but... No, we just had a, a guest speaker who has a fitness studio, and we were talking to her about this. Okay. And she said it's never too late. You know, that building muscle, the resistance training, and it's so critical. And I think that has a large part with keeping that weight off. Because yes. you can burn, I think it's like seven times more calories to keep a pound of muscle and something like that than versus a pound of fat. I you know, told there'd be no math. <laughs> yeah. I have to say that in every episode for some reason. <laughs> and I attempt to do math in every episode. So yeah, so it's, I think, a big part of it. And you do all that, right? 
Right, I try to. Not only is it harder to lose weight, but I think it's harder to build muscle mass too. You have to work harder to get to the same increase not in sure muscle about mass. No? Well, I, I think that's not, I don't know if that's true. I just, um, I, I was told that I just signed up for personal training and I was told that, you know, as you're older, it is harder. And I was told I have to eat a minimum of four eggs a day. Yeah, <laughs> it's protein. Protein. protein intake. But she, she was talking about that too. For the choline. Oh. The eggs, and I said I hate eggs. She said, "Well, I guess you can't build muscle." <laughs> well, that kid. Yeah, I didn't buy that. There's probably other ways to get it. You know, yes. I'm sure there's. Shakes. You're right. Lots of protein. Yeah. Well, but... there's so much you can do with eggs too. You, I mean, you don't have to just eat an egg. Yeah. It can. It can be in other things. What are you talking about? <laughs> Well, in the old days, you'd put yeah. it in a milkshake, right? You'd put it in a, a milkshake raw. raw. <laughs> they say don't do that anymore. A raw egg, yeah. Mm. I like rocky. <laughs> Dun dun dun, bum dun bum. And Janet has to sing in every episode. Dun dun dun, dun 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 dun. Sorry, I'm getting into it now. Okay. <laughs> He's running up and down the stairs. Next question's yours, Janet. Okay, so what advice would you give to someone who is about to turn sixty? I think I would say, don't let the number affect you. Like, it's don't. just a number. It's a number, and a lot of people, like, you hear, well, I'm 60, or I'm old now, I can't do that, or Mm -hmm. I talk about moving, and everybody says to me, are you going to buy a ranch? I'm like, no, I'm not (laughs) buying a ranch. (laughs) You know, use it. You can get a stairlift. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I had one one in my house when I had an elderly relative living with us. And you used to play on it, too, right? My (laughs) ex-wife wouldn't ride on it. She thought it was like a um, bad luck. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. that's interesting. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I, I would be. You fun. were riding on it, of I course. Well, you're the type. Of course, yeah. I wanted it to go faster. It's like, oh. uh, who broke the chair? <laughs> you don't rely on it. You know, don't don't buy into the fact that now that you're older, you have to act differently and you can't do things or whatever. Mm. I guess that's it. You know, just don't pay attention to it. Keep acting like you're thirty or forty. It's- Live in denial. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's uh, it's just a number. I had, my nephew just turned twenty five recently, and I sent him a text and I said, "Happy birthday!" Wow, a quarter of a century, and he thought I was serious. <laughs> Be, but it, a quarter of a century, right? right. It sounds it sounds like a big number until you're sixty plus, and and you're starting to talk about real numbers, right? Yeah, so, right. yeah, and you're breathing on three quarters of a century. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Jean, last question. Do you have a bucket list? And if so, what's on it? I had a list of things I wanted to do when I retired. And I didn't really consider it a bucket list. More like I haven't done it yet. And when I'm retired, I'll have time to do it. Maybe the one thing on my bucket list, which it's not jumping out of a plane. since Right, <laughs> you already did it. Let's check it off. I'm going to Alaska, like a, a trip to spend several oh, weeks nice. in Alaska. One of my things with retirement and traveling is I don't want to be doing these 10 countries in 10 days. I want to go someplace and stay for weeks, kind of immerse myself in the culture and really get to know how life is there, not just Mm -hmm. the tourist traps. So that is one thing that I really do want to do is get to Alaska for three or four weeks. I agree with that kind of mentality yeah, about great. traveling. If you come back. If, well, if you I come know. back. You know, I love where I, I live. I myself so much. I'm going to stay. Yeah. Where's yeah. Jane? Oh, she's still in Alaska. Yeah. And then February <laughs> comes and she'll be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Florida. Yeah, right. 
So one thing on your bucket list is going to Alaska. Going to Alaska. And then I had, like, with retirement, I wanted to, just a bunch of things I wanted to do. I like to write. I did a lot of technical writing in my career, and I've taken a couple of creative writing classes in the last couple of years, so I do want to do some writing and maybe some grant writing. I've always... Grant fund your trip to Alaska? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be like some volunteer work. It learn to do grant writing and then do it for some organizations. Always a big demand for that. Right. And volunteer work. You know, there's a lot of things I thought of for volunteering that I'd like to do. I've always wanted to be a bartender. But I don't, you know, a job means I can't travel, so I have to balance that. Well, you can practice that at home and just to pickleball people. (laughs) There you go. We'll be your guinea pigs. Sure. Yeah. No matter what the hour. (laughs) Exactly. It doesn't. The hour doesn't matter. I know. Yeah, you know, when you're sixty plus, you can drink. Just another number. Just another number. What time of day? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Janet, wake up! It's time to drink. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, this has been a lot of fun talking with Eugene about sixty plus. Janet, I love having people come in and talk about being 60 plus. I know. It's so much fun. This was great. The Real Talk episodes were your idea, and I didn't kind of understand it mm-hmm. when you proposed it. Mm-hmm. But we've done several now, and it's kind of interesting to hear different people's thoughts on being 60 plus. Yes. But there are some themes. There definitely are some themes, yeah. I think we've heard more than once that age is just a number. Yeah, and you say it a lot. <laughs> I do. It is, but there's no math. It's interesting to hear different people's thoughts and but they do kind of coalesce around certain mm-hmm. kind of yeah. principles yeah and they're all good they are all good they're very all good. inspirational well i think we're out of time we are yes we are thank you so much for being here with thank us thank you today. for having me it was great janet anything you want to mention before we wrap up nope <laughs> okay that was quick usually you you have something you want to add but uh okay so this has been the 60 plus podcast i'm janet i'm joe bye Thank you.